Hey, welcome back to the Canatech podcast. We're doing our quarterly analyst rotation. We're just talking off camera. Gary, the summer quarter went so quick. It's fall. What happened? <laughs> you know, it was a hot one. I think it just, just kind of flew by on everybody as they were looking at our industry. The um, kind of the, the news over the summer was retrenchment. You know, yeah. I, I think retrenchment kind of eclipsed consolidation from the last time we talked. And um, and it's it's kind of a weird summer. Yeah. You know, one of the things I found was I'm actually updating this ebook I wrote over two years ago called Why Dispensaries Fail. Oh, wow. And anyhow, I think we had something like 4,000 downloads. So it, it, it was really good. I thought it was good, but, but in, in all honesty, the feedback I've gotten is you wrote it more from the perspective of what to do so that you don't fail versus why do dispensaries fail and others succeed. And I guess I focused on the others succeed. So the rewrite of it um, is is kind of fascinating because I'm going to write it to the title. Why do dispensaries fail? And two and a half years ago, we didn't have a lot of data <clears throat> because we didn't have a lot of dispensaries failing. Yeah. You know, when you look across mature markets, um, even in Colorado, Oregon and Washington, we don't, we didn't have customers really failing if they weren't doing well they sold but nobody just closed up and gave back their license or canceled their license it, it didn't really happen now if we look back over the last 12 to 18 months unfortunately i have a lot of data about who failed where they failed and because of our kind of offboarding process or you know, exit process, we dig into what happened, you know, trying to understand it. And we've got enough sample size. Again, the word, unfortunately, enough sample size to dig in to find out, is it oversaturation? Is it inventory buying? And, and just basically you screwed that up and, and it came back to bite you. You know, you had to dispose or, or, you know, do a fire sale. And, um, you know, and nobody ever says, I'm a bad manager. You know, I, I blew it. Nobody gives that as the reason. <laughs> but, you know, you can, like, why did the guy across the street, why is he open and why are you closing? Especially when you say there's too many dispensaries. Well, somebody is managing a little bit better than somebody else's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, is that book available? I'd, I'd like to see it. Either you could email it to me, but more importantly, the listeners, is there a public-facing uh, page to go grab that book? Yeah, if you go to if you go to Cova, um, Cova Software, okay. there's resources. And then under the resources, there's um, white papers, this one's a book, you know, so instead of a white paper, it's an ebook. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's blogs and there, 
we've been very prolific about providing information. So it's, it's right there. But that's the old one. The new one, which it'll be out in probably another three or four weeks, is okay. going to be is going to be data driven. So we're going to take all the data of market size, store size, um, and then relevance, you know, in their market, their their city. So we're going to try to put a lot of context into what happened. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm looking. I'll, I'll, I'll do both. I uh, th- this is a very interesting topic, and it's a coverage area for me with the uh, the writing that I do. And um, so that's pretty cool. Well, hey, quickly, uh, what's news internally? You, you you said you had an integration or a versioning or an update or something with Cova. No. What we did is we we finally added Cova Pay or an integrated payment Cova solution Pay, in yeah. the U.S. So we've had integrated payments up in Canada since since the day they legalized. But in the U.S., just because of um, trying to stay on sides in the payment, in the types of payments that are taken, the method, um, and then trying to find partners, you know, like a payment processing partner that's got reliability, um, stability it, it, it's been hard and i could tell you know i could i could tell stories like you know for three solid years i got three calls a week that a payment company's got what we need and for a pos company um or a pos company is the gold mine for a payments company Correct. if you can get us to 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 do your solution so I just got hammered for year year after year with, we figured it out. We're using the Spanish treaty with the Azores in 1432. And we send the money down there and it's all legal. You know, and it's like, dude, that's money laundering. I don't care how you slice it. We're not doing it. Um, you know, or we're converting it to crypto and then back again. Again, that's not really kosher. So it really, really, I think we're the last big player to even bring it to market. But it's for this reason, that it's just really hard to see who's staying on sides and and what the processes are behind the curtain. Yeah. Two thoughts. One is, um, I feel your phone ringing, you know, as an industry analyst, um, I get a lot of calls from the payment people and, and uh, you know, they got the next great thing. And, and, and then this is the kicker, Gary, is I'll say, well, okay, you know, fair enough. Let's do one of our short little podcasts. And like two thirds of the time, almost nine out of 10 times, they don't even show up for the podcast, you know, and I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. I don't know if they're flaky. Maybe they've already been shut down. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't want to throw stones, but no, 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 and I'm not gonna, I'm not naming names. <laughs> yeah, I'm not naming names either. But it, it's a very, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very sketchy piece of our industry. Um, just because, God, well, let me just, I'll tell one quick story. Okay. So when we first started Cova, 
um, we got our very first beta customer in Denver and, um, you know, it was a friend of a friend who said, yeah, we'll, we'll test COVID in our, the medical side of our dispensary. And I went down there as we were implementing it and they took Visa and MasterCard. And I said, well, that, how are you doing that? And it turns out they were running a line from a gas, like there was a gas station on the corner. He made a deal with the gas station to put a terminal in his dispensary. And, um, you know, he's paying the guy. He's coded, yeah. Yeah, he's paying the guy to let him do it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this is how this whole thing works. So then, you know, as we're doing our beta, I think he got away with maybe five or six months of that scheme. Then the next pay that got shut down. The next payment processor came in and they said, well, we're not, we're going to call you a um, nutrition and supplement. You know, we'll do that SIC code. And that lasted three or four months. And I learned that the way these things always get shut down is um, someone gets the bill and they go, I didn't buy $200 worth of supplements. I don't know what this is. And they call Visa and dispute the charge. Visa calls the vendor. The vendor answers Gary's dispensary. Done. Yeah. Speaking only for myself, that, that would have been, uh, who I affectionately call Mama Bear, my former wife would have been that person to make that call, right? If she saw an unusual, uh, unusual transaction. But hey, Gary, I got to bounce. Um, next time we talk to you, it's going to be live in the booth at MJ BizCon. You said you're literally booth number one. <laughs> we are. It's like a dream come true that you know when you're when you're registering and you look through the front entrance. There's Kova right to the right of the entrance. And um, and it's very exciting. You know, when you're when you've been running businesses like this your whole life, it's a dream come true to be at the front door. Yeah. So this is finally happening. And then um, um my anticipation is that we're past COVID. I think that this year is going to be a pretty, a pretty bang up year for the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm committing um, a lot more time. I mean, terribly long story. I had two shows overlap last year. I caught the back end of MJ BizCon, um, but I'm, I'm there for darn near a week. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm committing because I agree with you. It's going to be big. Gary, we'll see you in the booth. I, I know where to find you. Sounds good, Harry. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. All right, bye-bye.